You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I'm telling you, it is very dangerous. And I'm just. That is not dangerous because I do it all the time. Uh, no, I'm shocked. I was kind of shocked about it because I do it all the time too. I've actually done it quite a bit for years then and years. Then what made you even like investigate as to why this would be a thing? Well, I saw a random article that popped up on Facebook and I started reading it and I realized that, oh my gosh, what I'm doing could easily kill me at any moment. It's and not perhaps going to it's been slowly kill killing me and I didn't even realize it. And everybody does it and they have no idea what it is. And that's the thing. They have no idea what they're doing to themselves. I've been doing it for years, and everything's fine. I just think you're being paranoid. You're slowly dying. Being paranoid. You're slowly dying. This isn't everybody. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler, here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. What are you doing right now that could kill you? We'll tell you in two minutes. Oh, my, my God. Least. That's such a hacky radio DJ <laughs> I know. There's I know. One, there's one DJ. I realized that when we were talking in the beginning that I'm like, oh my gosh, this sounds really hacky. No, there's one DJ in particular. I don't even know who it is. I'll be like flipping through the stations. Like, oh man, you won't believe you won't believe this story that I've got. Oh, if you've ever if if you've ever done this, oh boy, howdy, there could be some repercussions you don't know about. Hey, I'll get back to you. I'll let you know about it in two songs. Yeah, that guy. I'm like, oh, no, I, I, I think I know who you're you. talking about because you know, if, for those of you that don't know, Sarah and I did use. We were in commercial radio for a long time, and. Um, and so I still listen to what DJs are still out there that, that talk on the radio but just because I want to hear what they're doing. You know, it's always interesting to hear it. And I'm not in I – don't, I don't feel any uh, competition in any way like that. So it's mm-hmm. not like I'm worried about anything. I'm just like interested to hear what it is that they're, that they're doing. And yeah, there is one guy in particular in town who does that all the time. Yeah, I never worked uh, with him. I've, I've never met I him I think it's person. the same person that really yeah. gives. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where he's just like, hey, well, I don't – like I've never heard anyone guarantee Man, I just, harder I just, I just, I just saw this video of a dog. You would not believe what the dog was doing. You would not believe what the dog is doing. And uh, and I'm telling you. And then every once in a while, there's a person in the back that's like, ha! Yeah. All right, so you do it. I'm sorry, and I'll do the ha. Okay, all right. All right. You guys, I'm going to tell you about this this video of a dog that I saw online. You would not believe what this dog was doing. It was crazy. And the thing is, it could be happening to your dog right now, and you don't even know it. You don't even know what could be happening with your dog. If your dog's at home right now, this could be happening to your dog. I'll tell you what it is in a minute and a half right after this. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, you can still do it. All right, thanks. Anyway, uh, that's not what we do on this show. Uh, I do want to say thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com, though, and clicks on the Expedia link, because that is a fantastic way to book all of your travels, wherever it is that you're going to end up going. So many travels. Which is Albuquerque. Go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Expedia link. I really wish somebody would buy me a trip to Albuquerque. I just Albuquerque? I really want to go there. Why? That's so weird. I've never, ever heard you say that you wanted to go to Albuquerque. No, I've brought it up before. You just don't listen to me. But yeah, I've... I've driven through. Well, maybe Albu- because I don't like you talk about all the other places you want to go, and I've never been like that's never stuck out in my mind that I've, Albuquerque is one of these places. I've driven through it uh, before, but that was it. Like I drove through it, like stopped off. I think I ate some dinner or something there. But for some reason, I was like, I want to go back here, but that was years ago, and so I've never been there again. I would like to go to Albuquerque. So if somebody would like to book me a trip by going to FunEmploymentRadio.com, clicking on the Expedia link, I'll go with you. I'll go on a trip with you to Albuquerque. Pack Greg in your bag. Yeah, you just have to pay for it. That's all it is. And then, uh, and then I'll. You're really just going to go on a random trip to Albuquerque. Don't I'd go with pro- a random stranger. Don't make promises that you're not uh, willing to fulfill. I would do it. Like if somebody random that we've never met before just wrote and said, "Hey, Greg, I booked you a trip to Albuquerque uh, with me." Yeah, I I would probably do it. You would I, not do it. I'll I want stop. a separate hotel room. I want. I want. I don't want You're to sit so, in the same room. You would not. I. Okay. Let's just stop this right now because okay. we know for a fact that you, you don't think would I would not, do it. I know that you wouldn't do it, Greg. I would totally do it. What if somebody randomly booked me a trip to Albuquerque and? They wanted to go You'd with never, me. Okay, first of all, like you would, you're like saying this as if you're just like so like whimsy pimsy and can do anything you want. Of course, what you do your first excuse would be like your work schedule. And well, then my work schedule like, is tough, exactly. so we'd have to work that out. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I could. It's not that far. It's not that far away for flying. I could do a weekend there. I mean, I'm going to have to take off Monday from the show, but I could fly out like Friday night. I can't night, believe out of anywhere Saturday, in the world Sunday. you are saying, like, if anyone wants to fly me to Albuquerque. I've always wanted to go. I want to go to Ireland. That's where I'd like to well, go. Well, okay, yes. If we're going to pick all of that, Italy or something like that. I'm saying it someplace, someplace you could conceivably do a weekend at. 
You can't conceivably do a weekend in Ireland. I'd like to get to New Orleans. Okay. Why are you saying it so defiantly as though I'm doing something wrong? Because anything's wrong? better than Albuquerque. <laughs> like, what, like, what have I done wrong to you? That... I would actually like to see uh, Cleveland. I've always wanted to see Cleveland. Yeah, okay. So there we go. That's, that's the difference. Well, you don't no. have to get defensive. If, you, if that's your dream, follow your dream. All I, I don't know why you're getting so mad about this. All I did was say so if somebody random. wanted to buy me a trip to Albuquerque, I would go. That's all. Anyway, I would just hope <laughs> they go to— is saying that uh, he'll go ahead and book you a trip to Gresham for the weekend. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. I can figure that part out. Uh, just go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Expedia link. You don't have to take me along. That's not necessary. Just uh, if you are going to make some travels, if you are going to go traveling, <laughs> uh, I think that would be a, that'd be a great way to do it. Go to that website and click on that link. Okay. Let me get back to what's going to kill you. So here's— I read this actually last night. Um, we all know I have trouble sleeping and I, I don't sleep that well. And so I get on my phone and I know I'm not supposed to be on my phone when you're trying to go to sleep. But I put the filter thing on it so it filters out the that blue light. That doesn't do anything. It's just a BS thing. I don't know if it's BS. I've got it. I can I turn it on anytime. I had sleep after you were looking at your filtered phone for hours. I had horrible dreams all yeah. night long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awful dreams. Uh, part of it was because I, I read my, my weird stories. But anyway, I read this story. And it was about something that I do all the time. Like I, I'm a fan of rice. I like rice. Rice is good. I have rice with a lot of meals. And yesterday, Sarah, I have to preface this because Sarah's going to make me. Uh, Sarah actually bought us lunch yesterday, which was nice. A chicken and rice thing for this local place. It was expensive too. I spent like twenty American dollars. Yeah, for the two. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I know. And I'm saying thank you. And so, so Sarah bought that. Sounds so- like you're, I have a gun to your head, and I'm forcing you to thank me. That's how you make it seem sometimes. So anyway, well, you just need to be a little more grateful. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so. So she got me some uh, – got chicken and rice for us yesterday, which is nice. And I had leftovers. And the thing is I go and do – work on some other – sometimes in the afternoon. Like I don't end up getting home until later on in the day. And so I took it and I left it in the car yesterday for about four hours. I left it in the car. Okay. And then I brought it home. Now, this wasn't going to be a problem for me because I do this all the time. I leave food in the car if I have lunch. You know, and I have leftovers. I always forget to bring a cooler or anything, so I just throw it in the car, and I just leave it in there for sometimes, you know, four to five hours, probably, before I get anywhere where I can put it into a refrigerator. And then I heat it back up, and I eat it, and I just pretend that it doesn't matter. And I've never really thought twice about it until I read this story last night about rice. Rice will kill you. So here's the— here's. Who what I read a up on story this story called "Rice Will Kill You." I do when I look up my my. Uh, Is that, did you look it up? So as you're trying to relax and go to sleep, did you like? Hmm, I left that rice out for a little while. Maybe I should look up stories to see how it's going to kill me. No, I actually stumbled upon this story uh, after I went to bed, and I did eat a little bit of it, and then I put it back in the fridge, and I was going to eat the rest of it today, and that's why I just don't think I can eat it. So here's the here's what it is: you can get food poisoning, serious food poisoning from eating reheated rice. And here is why. So um, it's not actually the reheating that causes the problem. It's the way the rice is stored before it's reheated. Sarah, did you know that on rice, rice contains spores of Bacillus cereus, a bacterium that can cause food poisoning. The spores can survive after rice is cooked. You can cook it and it'll still survive on there. That's how serious this food poisoning is. And if the rice is left at standing room temperatures, the spores can grow into bacteria. The bacteria will multiply. And they, then they produce toxins, which are poisons, and they cause vomiting and other things. And they cause food poisoning to you. And in severe cases, you know, it's conceivable, you know, you could die from it, I'm sure. So this is the thing. I never understood that if you left rice out, you could get food poisoning. Well, you're you're supposed to immediately store it. You're supposed to immediately store it. After you're done uh, eating it or or after you're done cooking it, you're supposed to put it into the refrigerator. Have you ever le- eaten rice that's been left out? All the time. Well, you are on the verge to the fact that you might possibly die. I did it yesterday. I had food out and then I had eaten all the chicken and I still had a bunch of rice left in the box. So I uh, slapped some more teriyaki sauce on it and popped it in the microwave and ate the rest of it. Well, you were living dangerously by doing so because it could have killed you. So that's the bottom line. I want to get this out for everybody to know. You know, your rice, according to this website that what I went to. What website is it? Um, is it some like a World Daily News kind of thing, but for, you know, nutrition? 
No, it's like a British website. I think I have a VPN now, so so now it takes me to weird websites. You know what a VPN what is? What the hell is a VPN? No, I don't know what that means. Um, okay, quick side note. So Congress rolled back some protections that were going to go in place by the FCC that would have kept ISPs. You know what an ISP is? No. Internet Can service like- provider. Okay, thank you. Uh, sorry, I just came from uh, close to the metal, the um, computing show for digital trends. You can watch those online. Anyway, so I'm in the in the lingo. So ISP, Internet Service Provider. Humble brag. No, no, that's not a humble brag. That's a please watch. It's a fun show. No, no, I meant that you said you're still on Tech Talk. <laughs> oh, that, like I'm in my that's tech not a mode. brag. That is not a brag. My ISP and my VDN. Or no, whatever. it's it's nerd it's nerd lingo. I'm just <laughs> I'm not bragging about that. I'm just saying I slow down. Okay, ISPs. Anyway, Internet Service Providers. So like a Comcast, company? Oh, okay. Like uh, AT&T, Quest, mm-hmm. CenturyLink, Verizon, uh, something like that. So internet service providers. When you go on the internet, you're going through their servers and they're collecting your data. So when you go search for something, it runs through their servers and they go, okay, this Sarah just went ahead and searched for uh, World of Crazy Stories or uh, penises in Walmarts or whatever it is that you type in for your searches. Mm-hmm. They're storing all that. They have that information, and now they know where you are when you looked it up. They know what you were looking up. They know what time you were looking it up. And now they can take all that information that you look up, and they can sell it to a um, to a, a, a third, third party. party. Yeah, to like an advertiser. So they can say, here's all the information I know about Sarah from her web searches. Boom. There you go. And they don't have to get permission from you. That's legal? Yep. Yep. Congress just – the FCC was going to block it and, and make it so that was illegal. Congress, of course, voted no, and uh, the president just signed it and said that's how it is. Oh, God. Yeah, so that's, that's what it is. So a VPN is virtual protocol network. And again, I just – I've always known what – I've always known of VPNs, but I'm recently learning a lot about them. And so what that does is it takes – when you send something out to the internet, it routes it through a bunch of different random servers. So right now, my since I'm on a VPN, it's like a it intercepts it before it goes to Comcast, and so this sends my search through. Uh, right now, I'm going through British Columbia. Sometimes I'm going through Australia. You can pick wherever in the world you want to go through. Like I could pick, I want my searches to go through Bulgaria. Wow! And it'll bounce it through that, and so that way, and it gives it a different. Um, IP address. I'm sure somebody's going to write in with a whole bunch of more a very technical response to this. And I'm, there's a much better explanations out there, but I'm just giving like a layman's version that's pretty close to the truth mm-hmm. of how that works. And so that's so basically it makes so that these third parties it. can't tell exact can't tell where you are. Yeah, they can't tell or where I am are. or who I am. So that way they don't uh, they don't they don't see what it is that I'm searching. Oh man. Yeah. And then I can search for whatever I want. No, it's not quite that way. But anyway, that's that's kind of. That's kind of how it works. So there's, there's, yeah, you can also do tour, tour browsing, but that's a whole other way. Um, Creamy says slows the internet way down. It does a little bit, but it's not too bad. As far as the one that I'm using, it doesn't slow it down too mm. much. Not that I've, I've noticed, but again, I just had. You could also turn it off. If well, you it didn't slow to. down your search function to be able to find whether or not rice was going to kill you. And that's what it is. This is from NHS. So that's the bottom line. When I was looking at my weird stories, it took me to a whole bunch of other weird stories from across, uh, from around the world, from across the globe, around the globe. Yes. So to further add to my paranoia, this comes from the NHS, NHS.uk. I think that's their national. Health services, something or other, I don't mm-hmm. know, whatever the UK people do. And uh, yeah, that's where it says that essentially uh, rice could kill you on site by eating it if it's uh, not properly stored. So now well, I know that. Well, thanks for so that. I, I mean, I didn't have enough things keeping me up at night, so. All those times that you ate rice. Have you ever eaten pizza that's been left out? Yes. Everybody has. I know you have. I don't know what you're talking about. You do that probably more than I do. If I forget to put it in, yes, yeah, sometimes I am. You know, you just cook it extra hot so that it feels like it burns off all the bad stuff. <sighs> right? Yeah, that's pretty much what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I do. I try to put it in the fridge, but sometimes I forget to. But now I'm terrified of that too. So in case you wanted something more to worry about, getting this VPN, now I'm seeing other things from around the world. to make. make not that you know rice is exclusive to eating in the UK. Mm-hmm. But what I'm, I'm saying is this is uh, – it's, it's horrifying. Yeah. So I'm just letting you know. That you could be doing something wrong, and that's the bottom line. Eating rice could kill you if you don't eat 
if you don't store so it. So did you correctly. fall down a different hole like after you read the, the rice thing? Like were you looking at other foods that could? Not other foods. I uh, know I started looking at other at other stories, other weird stories that I find online. I don't like to talk about them because it's so <sighs> I look at I look up ridiculous things just to see what it is that should, you know, do you want like an example? Sure, I guess I do. Um okay, uh let's see. Haunted zoos. I looked up about haunted zoos. This is what I looked up in the middle of the night. Probably contributed to my bad dreams. There's a bunch of haunted zoos around the world, and I started reading stories about about haunted zoos. Who looks up haunted zoos? I don't look them up. I go to a website that has a bunch of – I go to a couple different websites that have like an aggregate of a bunch of different um, terrifying uh, or, or weird stories. Or like a fart kind of website? Kind of like that, yeah. yeah. Only these are strange things, and then I look these up. Like, rice will kill you. Haunted zoos. What to worry about in these places. Haunted zoos haunted by ghost animals? Both both human ghosts and ghost animals and then others. Other things. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So I looked this up, so I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's horrifying. Well, the notion of ghost animals is kind of comforting. uh, No, there's a a zoo. I think it's the Cincinnati Zoo. I'd have to double check and reread this website. There's a ghost lioness that stalks people. And they've seen it. I guess there's, I guess it's a huge zoo, and there's like fairly isolated trails you can walk on, and people will see this lion hanging out in the bushes, and it'll growl at them and chase them, and then disappear before it before it gets them. The ghost lioness. A ghost lioness. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Do this you is... ever sleep at all? Not really. Yeah. Not really. Not in years, really. Um, yeah. I mean, there's, you know, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> see, now other people are getting them. Obsessed by this. So Mr. Jenky just said, haunted zoos. Well, now I'm going to be obsessed with haunted zoos. I'll post a link in the live chat for live subscribers. You can read some of the haunted zoos that I read. So that's like, this was like my starting point. Mysterious universe is where I went. And then. A ghostly lioness stalks her prey at the Cincinnati Zoo. Yeah. That is so weird. These are the things I look at before I go to sleep. You got it from one of your conspiracy sites, didn't you? I'm looking at all the Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I go to weird conspiracy sites and not political conspiracy stuff. I, I go to, you know. No, because this is totally. Ghosts like, are among us. Did the aliens visit? Those this kinds is of things. Really legitimate. So the ghostly lioness continues to stalk her prey in Cincinnati Zoo. Guests hear the sound of heavy footsteps and low growls, but turn around to find nothing there. Also, glowing green eyes shine from wooded sections of the zoo. Mm-hmm. See, fact. There's also an Egyptian ghost investigation team that just took maybe. Took a picture of a child that was a mummy in the room, but it was there standing with them. Okay. This is an Egyptian. Oh, I'm looking at this one at the Fort Worth Zoo. According, um, yeah, so according to reports, an elephant trainer was crushed in a 1987 accident and haunts the Fort Worth Zoo yeah. in their elephant and zebra areas. The zoo is also reportedly home to a ghostly woman in white who paces in front of the zoo's cafe carrying mm-hmm. a parasol and looking forlorn. Yep. Yep. So I read about that. And then I'll switch to a story uh, like uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex used a sixth sense to hunt its prey. And they talk about how they've discovered new information about T-Rexes and that they had like super sensitive mouths. They could detect changes in the environment. And these are the things I read before I go to sleep. And then for some reason I don't sleep well. That's just crazy. And then I wake up in the middle of the night and I read more of these. I've got a problem. I do have a problem. And this does not – it does not help me in sleeping in any way, shape, or form. And that's uh, – that's, that's what happens to me. Mm-hmm. This, is why, this is why I have so many problems sleeping. I think it, d- it may contribute. There's a minor possibility. Just a teeny tiny chance. It could contribute. Oh, gosh. I keep looking over to see if my um, – like to check on my phone and I just I oh, realize it's not here. We should have brought up here that Sarah is a little bit off today I am because... so discombobulated without it and I hate the fact that I'm so reliant on it that it's making me feel off. Sarah I, left... I'm grossed out with myself right now. Sarah left her phone in the uh, – at, at home. At home, yeah. yeah. And so she is, she is without phone today. I know. I've so... talked about it before. I, I know I have a problem with it. Yeah, I know, and I don't usually, but, you know, you think about, oh, God, an emergency, and it's like, oh, my God, these didn't, like, cell phones didn't exist, like, for half of my life. Yeah. It's going to be okay, hopefully. Is it, though? I don't know. Like, it really stresses me I mean, who's me trying out. to call you right now? I don't know. Like, I want to write my mom and just be like, hey, just in case you're trying to get a hold of me. <laughs> for the two hours of separation mm-hmm. that have been going on. Yeah, it's been a while, and then, so I couldn't, 
So I left my phone and then I got here and I'm like, oh, crap, I left my phone and I was running behind so I didn't have time to run home and get it. And um, and then I couldn't get my computer to start charging so I'm sitting here with like absolutely no mode of communication. Yeah. Just said, like, cool, my charger for my computer isn't working. I don't have a phone. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to do it, like stare at my hands. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Stare at your hands. Mm-hmm. That's about all you can do. Well, anyway, I don't know if this is just giving an insight into my life or – if I'm just absolutely insane. Well, I but think that it's, it a, it's a little bit of both. A little bit. I think you'll be good. I think you'll be good without your phone. No, I'm, I'm still kind of freaking out. You could handle it way better than I can. Well, yeah. I mean, anyone can. I mean, that's just not a that's just not a concern. You want to know something else I'm a little bit worried about? What? Maybe I should tell you. Let's just talk about our worries. <laughs> Here's something else that's making me paranoid. There's a guy that keeps stopping by my house. What do you mean? He keeps stopping by my house. What do you mean keeps stopping by your house? All right. Okay, I'll tell about this. It's making me a little bit nervous. So <laughs> I really am just seem like the most paranoid person on earth. No. So here's here's what's going on. Last this started I want to say last Thursday. Maybe it was Wednesday. Um I, I was sitting in my living room working on stuff and you know I can see the the outside of my house. I live in a house in southeast Portland. Oh, God damn it. Two stories, converted attic is where I live. I live in the upstairs. Converted attic, it's finished attic. And then I've got two roommates. And, you know, sometimes we all have different schedules. So we're all kind of there at different times. And I was sitting in the living room, and uh, my one roommate has a car that for some reason everybody wants this car because I get people stopping by all the time wanting to ask if he, he would sell it. It's like a, I don't even remember, it's Ford Accord or something like that. And, and so I'm just used to people stopping by asking, hey, is that car for sale? And then passing off the phone number. Well, I'm sitting there in the living room, and yeah, this I see this girl walking up to the front door. I'm like, okay, well, they're going to try to sell me something. And I open the door, and, and this girl is, had already started walking away. And I thought it was weird because there was also an, a black SUV that was pulled up the wrong way in front of the street, in front mm-hmm. of my house. Okay. And this guy is sitting there with the window rolled down. And he just started yelling at me. He's like, well, not yelling at me, but he just goes, hey, hey, man, uh, is that your car in the driveway? I'm like, well, no, but yes, clearly it belongs to the house. Yeah, like, it's, it's, like, no, it's, it's, it's my roommates. He's like, is it for sale? I want to I want to buy it. I'm like, um, I don't know. You know, I mean, I, it's not mine, but I can definitely I can definitely pass on information if you like. Uh, he's like, well, whose is it? I'm like, well, it's, it's my roommates. And he just kept on pressing. You know, normally at that point, it would be like, okay, here's my number. That's really awkward. No, it kept going. And he's like, okay, well, can you call him right now? Can you give me – and I was like, no. He's like, can you give me his number or, or do you, when's he going to be home? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm not the boss of my no, you're not gonna fucking give roommate. I'm an adult man, you know. Yeah. And, and so I, I'm like, no. He's like, yeah, can, uh, can I get his phone number? I'm like, No. The, again, there's no for sale sign on this car. It's just no. a car. What is? Why are people so obsessed with his car? I have no idea. It's just I like really a, don't know. Because I've seen it. It's just like a it's dirty fine. old car. Like it's fine. It's, it, yeah, it's being asked. Is it a fancy car? It's not. It's and I'm I'm sorry. I can't remember. It's an Escort or an Accord. I can't remember. And it's I been mean, sitting there for a while. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's all right. But it's yeah, not, not nothing fancy. But I mean, no. it's a car. Yeah. Yeah. So any, I don't know. I don't know why people want it so bad. But this guy in particular was just so pushy about it. And then he's like, okay, well, can I get your phone number and I'll call you? I'm like, no. Oh. No. So eventually it's I got – stories like this that make me so grateful for a locked front apartment. Well, it keeps going. So finally I was like, no, why don't you just give me your phone number? You know, And I'm yelling at this guy who's sitting in his SUV. The girl's already gotten back into the car across the, uh, across the, the front yard. Into the street. I'm like, well, just give me your phone number and I'll – I'm like, I will happily pass it on to him and I'll let him know, you know, if if he wants it. And so I did. I took the phone number and I texted it to my roommate. I was like, oh, there you go. This guy wants a car. Do with it what you will. Whatever. Thought I'd be done with it. Two days later. So it must have been – well, it was Saturday. So it must have been three days later. I'm, again, happen to be sitting in my living room. I see somebody walking up to the front porch. And I'm, you know, again, I'm used to people – Passing out pamphlets and all that stuff. So it's not that uncommon that I get people at my front door. It's really annoying. Uh, sometimes I try to pretend like I, I'm not there. Mm-hmm. But this guy, I had been walking by, so he already knew I was in there. Oh, he I'd saw, he by saw the some window. movement. He saw me. So I open the door, and lo and behold, it's that guy again. This time he's standing at my front door. This is three days later. So this was on Saturday. Dude's there again. And he's like, 
hey, buddy, I didn't hear back from you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it was really weird. That's really weird. And he's now standing on my front porch. I'm like, yeah, um, I passed on the info. You know, I, I don't know what to tell you. He's like, yeah, where's your roommate at? I'm like, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm not sure where he's at. I gave him the info. He'll call you if he's interested. He's like, yeah. Uh, well, uh, can I get his phone number? Or can you? Ed? And I'm like, no. No, I'm not going to give you his phone number. He's like, well, how about you call him right now? Call him right now and see what he says. I'm like, no. And at this point, I'm starting to get really annoyed. I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to call him. Uh, I'm not giving you his phone number. I passed on the phone number. If he's interested, he'll call you. He's like, all right, what time do you think he's going to be back? Was this guy like a crackhead? Was he kind of He didn't cracky? seem like a crackhead. Uh, he didn't seem like a crackhead. I don't know what the hell his deal was, to be honest. I don't know. I don't know what his deal was. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm standing there, and, and this I, isn't the first time that someone's tried to buy his car, right? This is no happened. other people have tried to buy the car, but this guy in particular is nobody's been like this. Yeah. Otherwise, just people just swing by and they they ask, they like give me the phone number, and then I just pass it on, and then they never bother me again. And so, so I'm like, okay, well, yeah, n- no, I'm not going to tell you when he comes back. Uh, I don't know when that is. I'm here. I'm not in charge of selling the car. Like I finally, I just had to respell it out to this person. I'm like, no, and uh, I pass it on to him. He'll let you know if he's interested in selling. He'll either call or he doesn't. It's not my responsibility. Yeah. And that's it. And finally got the hit and he's just like, he's like nodding and looking at me like I've done something wrong to him. He's like, oh, I see it how it is. Yeah, I see how it is. Like I'm preventing him from buying a fucking Honda Accord. Like what do I care? You know, if, I, if he wants to sell it, he'll sell it to you, buddy. There's a million cars in the world. There's nothing special about this car. But is there something special about the car? Because multiple know. people have asked about the car. I think it's just a basic – this guy claimed – he claimed he wanted it – I forgot in the very beginning. He claimed he wanted it for his daughter. That's what he claimed. That just seems really odd, particularly since it's a car in your driveway that is just there. Well, here's the other follow-up to it. On that next door, uh, next door website, the busybody site for oh, your neighborhood. Oh, yeah, your busybody site. I've been looking on it lately, yes, and it's a total busybody site. There's somebody else that was complaining about a guy – Walking up and asking about her car, and she said he stopped by a couple of times, and the description totally matches this guy. So, whoa, did you? She wrote saying did she thought busybody he busybody nibbler comment on it and say busybody nibbler said- stays off of that. But the the other lady said, uh, and there were a couple of people talking about it, and apparently maybe that's a thing that uh, people are. Uh, okay, there's a question in the chat. I'll have to get to that. Maybe maybe we're in the same neighborhood. I'm not sure. And they're questioning whether or not it's a tactic to uh, scope out the house. Oh. I mean, I don't know. You know? Well, you have an alarm system. Oh yeah. No, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not too worried about that. And there's almost always somebody at my house, and I have an alarm system. So I, I know the neighborhood I live in, and I'm, I feel more comfortable. What was his my alarm ethnicity? System. Uh. Hispanic. Hispanic. Yes. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. yeah I mean, that seems if you want shady. me to fully describe him, yeah, Hispanic, no accent or anything like that. But yeah, I would say. Was he I would looking guess, behind you? I would like guess when you were at the Hispanic. door? Hispanic. That would be my guess. Yeah. Uh, was he looking inside of your house? He was. He wasn't getting too much closer. I mean, he was bobbing his head around a lot. Looking in. I mean, it was just strange how he wouldn't. He wouldn't take my answer, like, and kept demanding to know when the roommate was going to be home and what the, yeah, I don't know. Maybe this guy was scoping something out. I'm used to when I'm standing there, I close the door so I don't let people see as too much. It's not closed all the way, but I keep it behind me. I don't leave it wide open. Huh. Okay, yeah, so people are... All right. So, oh, so Jake kind of lives uh, in your neighborhood. He said, yeah, Greg, I'd check the back when he's keeping your attention. This is shady and I've been broken into. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe maybe there was something more to it. I mean, it was definitely strange. And yeah. if he's doing it to other places in the neighborhood. Hmm. Well, I think that maybe you should be a fellow busybody and support it, uh, you know, and report it on your next door neighbor app thing. Okay. Just so everybody else knows. I don't want to start like, casing places. Uh, I know. Okay. I just, I hate posting on that thing. Have you ever posted on it? 
Only a couple of times. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. Help out your neighbors. They've helped you out, I'm sure. Some of them are such busy. There was one woman on there, this older lady who posted, like, just saw a car with no license plate, and the person was smoking marijuana. Police called. (laughs) And they put it in as, like, an emergency alert. Like, the emergency alerts for people who are, like, missing dogs. Like, that's what I posted for. Missing a pet, or there's a genuine Mm. emergency. That's a good use. She posted it so everybody in that neighborhood got a ting, like, alert. Well, like it was an emergency or yeah, something? Yeah, like it, yeah, she posted Jesus. it as an urgent alert emergency. Saw a car with no license plate and the person was smoking marijuana. Hey, marijuana is not illegal in the state of Oregon. And uh, also, it was a car with no license plates. Like, called the police. Okay. Oh, wow. I don't think, either That's way, it's not an urgent body. alert. It's not an urgent alert. So that's Were people, why. did anyone call her out saying, like, this isn't urgent? Yeah, th- no, there was a woman on there who posted, replied, like, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> like, oh, no, someone's smoking weed in the neighborhood. Like, There's nothing I can do. All right, well, I think that you should post about that guy because if he's walking around scoping out property, that's fucking creepy. And you've had stuff stolen off your porch and other weird scenarios that have happened. Yeah. Maybe if anybody has any advice... I'm seeing what's coming through in the live chat right now. Uh, send, us an e- send me an email. FunEmploymentRadio at gmail.com. I know there's some folks in your neighborhood that also saw the crazy old lady alert. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah yep. <laughs> and they're smoking marijuana. They're smoking marijuana. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome. My world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, I've got an update for you. I know you've been waiting with bated breath for uh, quite some time now. Just wanted to let you know that April the giraffe has not had her baby yet. God, I hate that giraffe. Yes, this past weekend. I don't hate that giraffe, but I hate the people live streaming it. uh, There were 150,000 people who were watching her live on Sunday because that was supposedly when she was going to give birth. This has been going on for months at this point. Months. Well, if you do want to be notified when and if something might be happening but probably isn't, you can get a text alert system from the zoo. I hope the zoo is finding some way to raise a lot of money from this. Have they sold, like, some advertising for it? Because, seriously, 150,000 people watching it, that's got to be one of the biggest live-streamed videos ever. Yeah. So you can actually sign up for a text alert when she is maybe... Kind of not Sell really some advertising on that thing if they were labor. smart. So you don't have to be glued to your computer like I know you have been, Greg, waiting oh, for God, major developments. This. So get tagged uh, by somebody every day in that thing. Mm-hmm. Attention, Greg Rubber. Well, ah! Park staff says that April is between 15 and 16 months pregnant, which is around the average gestation period. I don't care. I don't care how long it takes a giraffe to have Just so you know, if you sign up for that text message alert, uh, you can, uh, you'll know right away. And she might give birth... Uh, Within an hour or less once she goes into full labor. Again, bottom line, why the hell would I want to watch a giraffe give birth to a, another well, Greg, baby? Well, Greg, more information about this. Uh, it'll be April's fourth calf. Don't care. Uh, it's happening at Animal Adventure Park, which is 185 miles northwest of New York City. Now, let me tell you a little bit about how giraffes give birth, Greg, because I know you've been really wanting Don't to care. know this. Uh, the April will give birth standing in her stall, and the calf comes out hooves first. Gross. And then starts walking 30 minutes later. Uh, it weighs about 150 pounds and will be about six feet tall when it's born. So it's a big, gross, wet sack of giraffe that you're going to watch plop out of another giraffe. That's what you want to see. That's the worst phrase you've ever said. <laughs> that is the video that all these people want to watch. They are going to regret it so badly once they start watching this thing. It's disgusting. Think about what it is you want to watch. If you're out there right now and you're one of those people, think about it. Is that what you want to see? Because my description is nowhere near as bad as it's going to be. Greg's really passionate about that. It's gross. About the giraffe. I'm fine with your Good for giraffes. Glad there's some more of them. Don't need to see it. That's my stance on the giraffe. There are some new words. Of course, you know, there are different dictionary websites uh, on the internets, though. One of them is dictionary.com. And I think um, Webster, what am I thinking of? Webster's Dictionary? The other, the big dictionary. Oxford? Company. Whatever. Yeah, the other one. Because I know we had some new words that one of the dictionaries is incorporating. Oxford. So this one 
is now uh, for the online dictionary, dictionary.com. They've added now 300 new words and definitions to its online database, reflecting everything from news to pop culture. Has a few new words. Um, I guess there, so. I have a list of some of them. So a lot of the new words came straight from the headlines, is what they say. Uh, so Black Lives Matter is going to be one of them. There's uh, alt right. Wait, and black as a word of its own. As a word of its own. Maybe as a statement. Yeah, I would think that's more of a statement than a word. It's not. It's not a word. Right, certain things like Black Lives Matter. Uh, That'd be like a alt-right. Wikipedia definition of what that means, but I don't, I don't think it's a word. It says alt right and clicktivism. Uh, so they're also putting, let's see, it's like 420. They're also uh, incorporating slang terms, including slay and smackdown. So this uh, this uh, update to dictionary.com comes after Merriam Webster. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, yeah. Uh, added more than 1,000 new words to its dictionary this past February. So uh, some of the new words include, if you go to dictionary.com, uh, alt-right, cat cafe, cheat day. <laughs> Wait, cat cafe, cat cafe is not a word. It's a wor- of course it's a word. I don't know. I guess I'm, that's a thing. Are you struggling in this world of alternative facts? Are you forgetting what a word is? No, I'm just saying a cat cafe. That's, is that really that common of a thing? I know what one is. You know what one is. Most people do. I don't think most people do. I'm surprised they didn't call it like a cat fay. How can we call it cat cafe? Because a cat fay would sound like you're eating cats. It could be like an elf themed restaurant or something. No, that'd be all right. I'd be done with that. Um, cheat day. Cold brew. Cold da- brew. Okay, that's a definition of something. Dad bod. No. Friendiversary. No. Hangry. A.K.A. Sarah Dillon. Uh, Greg said that he's going to buy me a shirt that just says I'm hungry. (laughs) (laughs) I am going to buy you a shirt like that. You will get surprised with a shirt like that at some point. I am hungry. I had a salad today. Always hungry. Yeah, I know. Leaves. All right. K-pop. Lightsaber. Man bun. Okay, lightsaber. How has that not been in there forever? I I don't know. Man bun. Mm. Mic drop. No. Sext. Maybe. Smackdown. Eh. Superfood. No. And teachable moment. No, no, that's not a word. It's like two words, yeah. That's Yeah, that's not a word. Those are two words stuck together to create a, a phrase. Yeah, a phrase, exactly. No, I disagree with 90% of that. Where's Odessa? Is that in California? Texas. It's in Texas? I believe. All right. Well, uh, next up, now that Greg is all angry about the words, a Texas woman is behind bars after causing a disturbance at a Taco Villa in Odessa. Well, the assault happened at the Taco Villa um, on West County Road, if you're familiar with that area. Uh, Once officers arrived at the scene, they found Joni Gist... 45 years young, sitting on a bench in front of the cash registers. Now, employees told police that she had just spit at them and assaulted not only them, but Just's father, who was at the restaurant as well. Now, Just's father said that Joni Just had been drinking when he attempted, <laughs> and when no. he attempted to calm her down, she hit him with a food tray. According to police, <laughs> Just had red, glassy, bloodshot eyes, she slurred hit him with a food tray. And, uh, but the story doesn't stop there. Uh, this this takes a turn, by the way. Uh, when <laughs> How do you just, spell her last name? Uh, like, well, n- opposite of GIF. Like GIF, but with a hard G. G-I-S-T. GIF, you mean. When just arrived at the county detention center, after they were able to subdue her and get the tray, claw, like claw the tray out of her hands, uh, she became very combative with jail staff and other officers. After she struggled, she again started trying to spit on people. Then when that <laughs> well, wasn't enough for her... something just extra gross about that, the spitting. Let person. me finish the sentence. Oh, After no. a struggle, she spit at the officers and then threw human feces at them. Oh, no! I like how the spit thing was the one where you go, whoa, too far. Oh, I, too that far. was gross. It's plenty gross. I didn't know it was going to the That's next level. Spit from the other side. Um, That's... 
just was arrested and charged with public intoxication, assault, and harassment by threatening public. What support. was she originally so mad about? She, was, she hit her dad. I, with she a, was. I think it was an argument about the tacos at Taco Villa. <laughs> so, she, so she hit him with the food tray. Yeah, hit him with the food tray. And just started spit spitting. On him. Yeah, people who spit are just it's like, like an alpaca. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a real spitters are gross. Oh, it's a special kind of real. Disgust. Yeah, yeah. I do not like spitters. Mm-mm. I don't either. Some of my best friends aren't spitters. Well, the people that spit at people. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's 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 gross. All right, and this is my most exciting story of the day. Oh, boy. Because I know how much you love uh, condiments. I was super excited when I found this one. Don't like condiments. Well, a small restaurant in Solard, Missouri. And if anyone lives in Missouri, I really want you to go and please try this restaurant because it's a unique take. It's getting big attention after a promotional video of the restaurant that's just opened went viral over the weekend. It had 14 million views. Wow. And the reason why this restaurant is so popular is because everything in the restaurant has to do with ranch dressing. Gross. This is gross. Jim Hayden, the, the co-owner thing. of the Twisted Ranch, which is the name of this place, again, in Solard, uh, Missouri, Said uh, every day we open, there's a line outside of people waiting to get in. If you watch the video, which you can find online, um, it's a restaurant and bar which offers nearly 30 types of ranch dressing, oh. menu items, and even ranch cocktails. That is disgusting. Would you go there? Yes, of course I would. Uh, it's so gross. satisfied. Customer Ben Richmond says it's delicious. I've already drank two ranch-infused Bloody Marys, and they oh. are to die for, so I have no oh. complaints. I mean, I don't like Bloody Marys anyway, let alone add ranch into it. Uh, Jim Hayden, who's, uh, again, the owner, says, We wanted to have a different idea than other restaurants, so we wanted to do something that might draw people in and be curious <laughs> I about gar- what we're doing here. I would never go to that. Never. Another satisfied There's nothing customer. there for me. Another satisfied customer, Megan Burton, said, Ranch is everybody's guilt of pleasure, so why wouldn't you come? It's not everybody's guilty pleasure. I I'm sorry. I saw this place on the internet and totally decided to make the trip. We decided whatever we got to do would be got would has to be good to do. So we came here and it was definitely the highlight Wait, of the trip. Is that's, that how they? That's please Megan's, read this again. We decided whatever we got to do would be good to do, but we had to make it here. So definitely, this is the highlight of the trip. That sounds like a ranch eater. She is Megan Burton, super ranch eater. Oh, their sign says, "Get your ranch on." Get your ranch on. Yeah, well, he's... Uh, Gross. said all the extra attention has come at a price because of the steady ranch demand. The restaurant has had a hard time keeping oh up. God. It's a good problem to have, said uh, Twisted Ranch owner. Well, they just bring in, like, giant trucks full just of ranch? Vats. You know, we hate disappointing people that are trying to get in, so that's the downside. We really want to serve as many people as we can, but we also want to make sure they get the quality that we're known for. Yes, because everyone's going to your fucking ranch-themed restaurant for the quality of the food. I'm sorry. If you're drinking ranch (laughs) as a beverage, you really, really need to take a look at what you're doing with your life. And I'm I'm calling it out. I mean, everybody likes what they like. If you like ranch, that's great. But if you're drinking it as a beverage... Oh. I wonder if they have like um, you know plays on other cocktails like a ranch Russian. <laughs> Ew, just Kahlua and ranch sauce. No, it wouldn't even be Kahlua. Like ranch sauce would be the white. Yeah, that's vodka and cream. Yeah, it's it's vodka Kahlua and cream. Yeah. So you do like so vodka, be... ranch, and then barbecue sauce. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. Oh my god. Yes. A ranch Russian. Yeehaw! Ranch kamikazes. Oh, God. So the sweet and sour sauce, or the, mm-hmm. what do you put in there? Sweet and sour? A rancherita. You can make a ranch margarita. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it wouldn't be that bad. Uh, do you bad. want that blended or with rocks? I bet it wouldn't be that bad for a rancherita if, like, you had a blender. and you It had, would like, be bad. Okay, no, but how about if you had, like, ice? Ranch and some like fresh cucumbers and then like vodka. You know how bad that would stink? Like, oh. I mean, it would be pretty gross. Alex but. is suggesting a ranch milkshake. Ranch oh. car bomb beer with a shot of ranch dropped in. <laughs> gross. Oh, that's so gross. Oh. 
I really want, I hope that they have a rancherita because that needs to be, because, you know, people have like cucumber infused vodkas and stuff. Like, a rancherita. A rancherita. <laughs> I think you need to start working there. I think I do too. Yeah, rancherita served with like a salted rim. Instead of like uh, olives, it has like a carrot stick sticking out of it. Gross. And you can dunk it in your rancherita. Oh, that's so disgusting. A ranch teeny. <laughs> Why don't people want to talk about ranch anymore? <laughs> oh, yeah, whiskey with a ranch back. Ranch driver. All right, anyway, so if you live anywhere in New Missouri and uh, don't value quality food, go ahead and check out the Twisted Ranch. That's your world's crazy. <laughs> Ew. God, that's so gross. Sorry, I'm having trouble getting that out of my head. Well, real quick, uh, before we move on, I do want to mention that uh, we do have our friends Brian and Lisa Wood, and I just wanted to bring this up really quick. Yeah, that's great. Um, so our pals Brian and Lisa, of course, the proprietors of Big Ass Sandwiches that uh, ended up going out of business last year, um, they have been going through a little bit of uh, financial hardship. Yeah. Recently, uh, Brian got injured on his new job, and uh, so far his employer has not paid him yeah, to cover some... his medical bills. So uh, they're having a little bit of financial trouble. So therefore, they actually started up a GoFundMe, which you can find. We'll post a link if you go to GoFundMe and then uh, search Brian Wood Medical Fund. You can find that. And they're trying to raise some money to uh, cover the medical expenses and yeah. life expenses since he hasn't been able to work. They've just been uh, having – Yeah, it's been a tough time for them. And they're, they're such great people. They're such you great know, people. They've done so, hate, much, so much for Portland. They hate asking for help and um, – and so we're we're trying to help out too. I just they they need some help. So we're just putting it out there. Uh, they're good folks, and yeah. So GoFundMe, just search Brian Wood Medical Fund. As and they give said, back and so much. It takes a lot for them to. to I mean, because yeah. we've known Lisa and Brian like for years. For they don't like asking, and uh, you know. But we want to help them as much as we can. Yeah. So just look it up. We'll put a link up on the show. Just wanted to let you know. Awesome. Um, yeah. Should we do a little bit of ball talk? Ball talk? Yeah. What's that? Is that when you talk about balls? I'm trying to kill that time. That was really bad filler. <laughs> I know. I'm trying. There. I'm sorry. That was pretty I didn't know that we were going subpar. there and I was trying to like get it all loaded. Yeah. Yeah. I know it was subpar, Greg. Yeah. I'm not mad. Just... Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So does... Wait, what so am I doing? Are... You're ball talking. You're not wrapping it up. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. Point me in the right direction. Okay. <laughs> Ball talking, Greg. All right. We do have a bit of ball talk here today. We've got a few different things i got to get to. But I guess first off, I'll start with this. The Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions came to a conclusion with the end of the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament. Of champions. No. Oh. That's hashtag. That's, that's reserved rights for us. Oh, Okay. And we had our competition with uh, about 100 teams. Let's see, 92 teams, I believe, signed up to compete in this, where you filled out a bracket to compete to see who would come out on top. Well, with the conclusion of the game yesterday, the Gonzaga Bulldogs lost to the North Carolina Tar Heels. North Carolina winning their 19 millionth championship, Gonzaga being denied. I keep saying Gonzaga, it's Gonzaga. Uh, Gonzaga being denied. Their first ever championship, although they were in the Final Four for the first time and in the championship game for the first time. So North Carolina wins. And we have a wrap-up on the standings for all of our brackets. I still believe the Russians were involved in conspiring to make my bracket bad. But I did finish number eight. So I did finish in the top ten. That's not number one. It's not number one. But it is top ten. I'm not going to say it's too you just bad. just say that you failed. I did not fail. However, someone who did fail might be this person. I'm trying to, I'm honestly trying to figure out where they're at in there. Oh, boy. Not on that page. Not on the first page. I'm just going to give an update before I fi- let you know who won it. Sorry, I have to scroll back here a long way, so I'm sorry this is taking a little while. For what? Uh, to find Sarah's. Oh, my God. I'm not the one that said I was going t- to win the whole thing. Oh, boy. We're- oh, there you are. I found you. All right. Sarah, you finished. Care to guess? 31st. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, how optimistic. Uh, you finished number 43. 
Oh, that's in the tournament of champions, I finished number eight. So we both Tristan lost. the cheater finished at number six. Oh, so we still beat you. That's good. And the winner of the Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions is Dwayne from Calgary. Oh, Dwayne. With his bracket, Canadian Moose Knuckle. So, a Canadian has won the tournament. Congratulations to Dwayne. Good job, Dwayne. Good job. Dwayne had North Carolina winning. Also, uh, second, Adrian with Schuler Sharky. Third, James with Winner I Barely Knew Her. Number four, Creamy's Revenge. It's right there. Good and job, Creamy. Good job, Creamy. Number five, uh, Alec with Greg's Russian Neighbors. Then running it out, Tristan's coming in second. Um, bracket My Heart, Greg Nibbler's Champion Bracket, Random, and AJ with It Is Happening Again. Congratulations good to everybody name. who competed in the tournament. It was a ton of fun. I will say this, though, just on a side note. Oh, what I you... competed in a second bracket. I knew that you were going to do this. At the Landmark Saloon, a money bracket. I won it. Well, I'm just glad that I don't have to pay. I won it. You have to pay. You owe me $10. No way. If somebody else was going to. No, if it was no, somebody I just else, won I totally cash. Would. I won cash. Eh. I won it. I won cash. I don't have any cash on me, man. Sorry. That's not how a bet works. You have to pay. Are you kidding me? I'm in a whole different fantasy basketball league with Keelan and a bunch of people, and I stopped playing after the first month because I get way too bored playing that thing because you have to update it every day. I still paid my $10. Well, good for you. Yeah, and good luck trying to collect all your money. That's going to be awkward. Yeah, nobody's going to pay me. Nobody's going to pay you. God, that sucks because I already won one from them earlier this year. They already had to pay me. I'm good luck down there. I'm going to get banned from it, though. All right, so moving on to ball talk. A couple of things here. Congrat- Once again, seriously, congratulations to Dwayne. Dwayne, uh, you're uh, awesome. Uh, one note, though, that's going to make Dwayne sad. Coming up, uh, this was announced for the Winter Olympics next year. The NHL will no longer allow their players to compete in the Olympics. They're not going to take a break. So last time they took a break in the season for about three weeks so that all their players could go compete in the Olympics. Made it really fun to watch because you have the pros playing in the, in the Olympics in hockey. Not gonna, going to allow it this time. So the Olympics in South Korea will be sans NHL pros because the no. NHL said no. 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 All right, I've got a couple, couple of things left here. It was a big day in ball talk. I need to get to these things. What's that, Sarah? Nothing. Well, you were mouthing something shut, over here to me off the air. I couldn't going. tell what it was you were saying. It was very difficult to understand where, what you were trying to say. I'm full of glee. I think is what it, was that what it was? What, is that, I don't what know. does that even mean? I don't know. I couldn't understand what it was. All right. I'm pulling this up right now. Uh, I did make a prediction yesterday, which of course will be correct, and that the winner of the World Series this year will be... None other than the Washington Nationals. The Washington Nationals are who I believe will win the World Series this year. Um, But there are some other people who have different opinions. And there is a gentleman who is a big-time New York Mets fan who kind of made the news yesterday because there was a delay in apparently at Penn Station. There was a rush hour derailment. No one was injured. That kind of set some delays through the greater New York area in travel yesterday. And the, the local news went out and interviewed this guy. He's fully dressed up in all of his Mets gear. And uh, they interviewed him about his opinions about possibly being late to the Mets game. And I just wanted to play that. This is a Mets fan talking about... cancellations made it nearly impossible to get around. For some, the frustration was overwhelming. The Jersey Tragic is the absolute worst! I'm not going to get to my game now! Because they are incompetent! Incompetent! They tell track G, track E, track E, track E, and then I get on track H, and as you know, this train's not wrong. Their announcement was wrong. He was clearly irate about possibly missing the Mets' opening day game. Others worried about... <laughs> I just wow. wanted to play that guy. The worst! Yeah, this guy, if you looked at this guy, he looks exactly like you would expect he looks Okay, like. yeah, I, I see him in my mind. Exactly how you'd expect. 
Anyway, that was just a New York Mets fan. I wanted to make sure and share that. Well, that's how people are feeling in Portland right now with the Morrison Bridge. Oh, don't even get me started. I can't even imagine. That is going to be such a mess all summer. So basically, if you... Uh, in Portland, it's like you know the city of bridges, Bridge City, because you know we have uh, we connect we have a downtown. Major wa- the Willamette River cuts the city in two, so yeah, you so need all these bridges. So we have these there. bridges, and a couple of them are used more than others. One of them being the Morrison Bridge, which is a four or five major. lane bridge, major bridge. They're cl- uh, anyway they're closing all of the lanes except for two of them this summer, and that's like basically the main thoroughfare that people use to get downtown to work. And people were backed up for like two hours just to try and get across the river. Yep, today. like me. I now have to leave since I work downtown at Digital Trends, which I love doing that. But uh, now I've got to leave probably 25 minutes earlier every morning Ugh. in order to make up for that. So it turns my commute. So see, into, you're probably you might turn into this guy in your car. Turns, yeah, it turns my. I mean, it could be 45 minutes an hour for me to get to downtown Portland, which uh, from where I live, it shouldn't be that long. Anyway, all right, moving on to ball talk. So yeah, maybe I will be this guy. I I know that you will be. You probably already were this morning. You're just not. You know, admitting it. Oh, I was pretty mad. Mm-hmm. I was pretty mad. And there's nothing I do, but I was pretty mad. All right. Um, finally, in ball talk, we've got this big news coming out of the NFL, Sarah, the National Football League. Oh, thank you for letting me know that. National Football League. One of the stars of the NFL who was passed by by a member of his own team is now no longer going to be playing anymore. He has retired from the NFL. The announcement came today. Tony Romo, quarterback oh. for the Dallas Cowboys for, I don't know, t- 10 years or something. I don't know, a long time. He got passed by when he got injured, and the rookie quarterback took his spot, who was much better than him. He kept claiming he wasn't going to retire, that he was looking for another spot, and uh, allegedly no other teams wanted to pay him what he thought he was worth. Oh. Turns out the market for an older Tony Romo, older injury-prone prone Tony Romo, and just uh, wasn't quite the same as he thought it would be. So he has retired and is now going to be joining the broadcast booth. He's going to become a broadcaster, which good for him. All right, that's good. Yeah, good for him. I mean, isn't that the ideal job for anyone who's retiring? It's either that or, either that or be a coach, yeah, yeah, I would think. So you're still around the game. But Tony Romo retiring. I did have this, though, and I wanted to put uh, just put this out here from a Cowboys fan. I know Tony Romo is near and dear to the hearts of Cowboys fans, and I do have this. Just a really quick thing. On America's team, <laughs> there's a man called Tony Romo. Oh my God, Greg! He needs a place to go to get away from it all. It's embarrassing to get benched for a rookie. He does. Not a loving song. But alas, no one traded for him. And Tony Romo has retired. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right, now were you saying that we were going to do a premature birthday today? Um, you know, I had some questions. I think I'm going to save it for tomorrow. Okay. Because I actually can. Uh, we, had a, we had a very... A very important question from Jody, and uh, I'll answer it tomorrow. Okay. I'll get to that, because she has a birthday coming up and a huge conundrum, a huge issue. The hugest. Uh, that only the birthday rules can solve. Okay. And so I'll make sure that we get to that. All right. Good. Well, good, good. thing that she's making good choices and asking the right person. She came to the right place, and that's important. Did she? That's the first thing you have to do is make the right decision on who you go to for advice, and you came to the right place. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really, really, really do appreciate it. You're all fantastic. Mm-hmm. And tonight, 
Sarah and I are going to be joining the Geek in the City crew. For an escape room. For another escape room. Did you forget what they were called? I did for a second. I started to say puzzle room. I'm like, it's not a puzzle room. You solve puzzles in an escape room. It's an escape room. Puzzles in an escape room. Puzzles in an escape room. Mm -hmm. An escape room can't have puzzles, but a puzzle, puzzle can't have an escape room. Oh, boy. Okay, that worked out. Anyway, yes, we're going to another escape room tonight, which we're really excited about. So it should be... Uh, I'm super-duper excited about yeah, this Yeah, I'm one. really excited. Now it's like a conspiracy theory one. Well, now that I kind of know how they work since we did the other one, I at least have a better idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Me it's too. It's going to be awesome. So we'll be doing that tonight. We'll talk all about that tomorrow on the show. And send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone. We are so grateful for all of we you. We are grateful for, for all of you and grateful for you sharing our show. Yes. That's something I wanted to bring up. Always, if there's an episode of our show that you really like, please feel free to share it on social media or tell your friends. That's how other people find out about it. Because um, maybe you have some friends who listen to podcasts and maybe you think they'd like an episode of ours. Uh, please share it. Yeah, that's important. I mean, yeah, yeah. without you, there's no us. So yeah. we really are grateful for you. Yeah, we're really grateful for that. And we're really grateful for uh, any chance that you do have to yeah, share our show. That would be great on Twitter or Facebook or wherever. And thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Back on. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye. Don't eat rice. Reheated. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.